she never caught us. Senor. Senor. Three, two, one. Senor. Scooting and booting right along. Are you nervous? Huh? Really, are you? Unbelievable stories. It's exceptional. It's groovy like a drive-in movie. It's just a grand, good old time. It's my go-to podcast. Him Planet Podcast, number one. We're happy to see you. Say this to you kids. I was born ready. Okay, man. Game on. Game on. If you don't scrape your tongue, you're nasty. Remember the Alamo? The Israel. So let's give it up, ladies and gents. Wow. I pop my perk over taunted. <laughs> How are the women in Green Bay, Wisconsin? How are the women in Green Bay? Need to get on his yoga regimen. Em needs to see me on the golf course, by the way. Ooh. I am Fiona in the swamp. To <laughs> me? I'm dug into you. Yo, if you're a fish, get out her swamp, honey. Is Joe Flacco a gold jacket quarterback? No, no, no. He is her. Dickity McFickerson. You rat This is my honest guy. Freshly fixed. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Oh, that person's going yep. nuts. They're fired up. You want to actually simmer down a little bit. Simmer, 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 simmer. Just go ahead and take a seat. That was a really nice introduction. I just looked for a nice looking pair of white sneaks and I'm like, done. Pete, are we for vegan? We're not for it. We're not against it. It's not my. I, you, I, would, would you know me? Would, would you go I, vegan? It doesn't work for me. No, I've tried. You have? Yeah. How many days? How many hours? You're not that guy, Pat. Trust me. You're not that guy. Shall we head to my favorite planet? In the galaxy, the planet of good vibes. 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 It's time! Alright, alright, alright. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. Smart is a trait that many of us strive to achieve. And, um... Tonight, I think we're going to get a lot smarter, ladies and gents. With that being said, we are blasting off into the galaxy of good vibes. In approximately five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hand Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Hammond. If you're new to the show, fire me up. I'm very happy to see your beautiful face. We're all about three things here at the Employment Podcast. Good vibes, great people, and glorious stories. And if you like those, respect those, or you yourself are a good viber, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to stick around because we'd love to, we'd love to see it. 
and we'd love to see you. Um, appreciate you tuning in on this fine afternoon, evening, morning. As you know, it could be any, any time of day right now. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a great brother in the house tonight. Coming from the land of Cleveland. As a matter of fact, but was he born and raised there? No, he was born amongst the corn in Iowa. He's a one and Fellow Baylor Bear, Iowa, corn eating man. Good man. Dr. Walter Woodruff. Let's give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sure. How are you, bud? You know, I'm doing great. It's a little late, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still sending it and happy uh, to be in Dallas. Happy to have you in Dallas. Thank you. Speaking of that, um, well, you visited Dallas today. I know you've been here a variety of times. You discovered some new things and you went to a great place. What was that great place? Well, I went with um, our friend Tom, who's... Good old Tom Waite, number one Audi guy in America. Top Audi salesman. Check him out at Sewell and McKinney. Uh, We went out to... We're just fans. That wasn't a paid ad. Not a paid ad. Um, No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out to The Star, which is out in Frisco, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. It's just an amazing complex. I don't know what Jerry's done. He's obviously putting a lot more work into the entertainment district than his team but yep it was a great time there was drinks flowing there was people having a great time there was people playing bags there was people running on the turf field that was there beautiful just a cool thing and this is that the star is the dallas cowboys practice facility which which is nicer than the buffalo bills stadium you know what i mean like it's just honestly it's just insane. it is and we're not trying to hate it's just that it's a i'm not spectacle. a cowboys fan but it he's, is, a, he's a greasy chicago bears fan yeah and they're not very good how's right rex now. grossman <laughs> well we have justin fields and he's, he's yep he's I, I like him i he's like maturing. Him. he's vegan but we'll oh, vegan yeah i don't know i don't know brother well you know it's a new thing nowadays yeah are we you did car are, you did carnivore peter are we for vegan we're not for it we're not against it it's not my are I, you, I, I, would, would you, you know me would, would you go I, it doesn't work for me no i've tried you have yeah how many days how many hours <laughs> um well and i mean i no disrespect in any way shape or form I, if you're a vegan i got i got a lot of vegan friends I have zero vegan. Is it friends. sometimes inconvenient at certain times? To a degree, I'm not gonna lie, which comes with it. But if if that's what someone wants to feed themselves with and limit it to that, and that's their choice, I respect it. It depends, honestly, a lot on your human physical physicality and physical goals. Yeah, what you're trying to do. Right. Like I ate steak, chicken, rice, uh, you you know, the whole yeah. nine. Fish, I mean fish was optimal, but a little how the price it's 
Ooh. We love salmon. The salmon's great. The salmon is great, great fish, powerful mm-hmm. fish. Powerful, large, delicious. That's one I what I Would think. Would you of. say it's your favorite fish? No. What is your favorite fish? Favorite fish? My favorite fish, just that question. Stand alone or like to eat? To eat. To eat. Okay. Um, Brother, salmon would be my favorite to eat. Correct. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Not arguing that. Not tuna? I love tuna. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Tuna is a great deal. And you know what? Well, that actually brings us back to a perfect... um, time chapter whatever you want to call it um at good old baylor which uh to give the fine ladies and gents out there a preface to mine and uh dr walter woodruff's brotherhood he goes back to baylor brother um you were born and raised in iowa baylor bear doctor Let's let's rewind the clocks back to good old Iowa a little bit. Okay. Brother, what was the Walter childhood like? A little bit. It was uh, an old cornfield country. Well, I grew up in kind of like a suburban neighborhood. And it was like a very typical, what you would think of as American neighborhood. We would leave our bikes out front of the houses and not worry about them getting stolen or anything like that. Like unlocked um play basketball outside. that's a that's a very valuable thing I yes i miss that i mean we would leave our house doors unlocked leave our garages open not worry about people coming and stealing stuff it was <laughs> seriously it was a great thing and um it was just one of those things you know you'd ride your bike over to your friend's house ring the doorbell and say can ryan can josh can justin come out and play and you would and then if it was summertime you'd go run in the sprinkler or play with the uh super soakers and it was just just a very like love those yeah they're insane today i don't know if you've seen oh no no it's honestly they're a little excessive why why doesn't she well you know what um in regards to water guns, I'll just say this. In regards to water guns, I'm not a huge fan of some of the high-velocity, super AI-powered yeah. ones that they're coming out with nowadays. Yeah. I am love the classic. The old tube, you stick her in, you pull it out. It's right. a good lat workout, good, good whole upper body. And you push it out at who you want to shoot her at. You're not going to knock out an eye. You're not going to, you know, take them out. Have you been in a lot of water gun fights recently? Oh, many. I'm a bet. I mean, I've seen it all when it comes to water guns. Yeah. Well, brother, I'm at certain parks a lot, taking Hattie there. Yeah. And usually they're some sort of lads, young lads running around with us. Were you ever a big water balloon person was anti-water balloon had really why is that just because it, I, I i've always thought it's kind of messed up you know 
I just not like, to be soft. I mean, sure, it's funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, but it's just like kind of like a. I I just it was always one of those things where it was like, like hey, if someone did that to me, I'm not gonna be happy. So I'm probably not gonna do that to anyone. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So you were a water balloon addict. Is that what we're getting at? I mean, back in the old Iowa there, days, that's where we're at. Is there anything better than dropping a water balloon on top of someone from the treehouse? That is a great feeling. Yeah. Those style of pranks or the dropping of the balloons, escalate the buckets and the barrels. and Yeah, that brings us to an interesting point. Because what point, brother? Well, you and I are kind of and brother. If you need to pick up this uh cast iron 20 30 pound stick, run with it anywhere you need to. You just got to make sure that yeah, thing that unplug Ferda because I'm gonna do it. I like getting my reps in, yeah, Ferda. So carry on, my brother. I think it's kind of a thing that you and I have in common is that we really liked pranks growing up i don't know if i really liked pranks yes you did well yeah i I mean i don't know if i ever really liked them though i just kind of thought that each one in its own right had a funny thing does that make sense so you like them? i it wasn't like i liked Okay, so I'll say some of the pranks I did. Yeah. I'll list off a few. Which some of them, look back, wow. What were you thinking, buddy? Type of things. Okay, so. What's that? Isn't there like a 10-year? Well, you're a doctor. You don't know. What's the 10-year rule? It's uh, like if it's you say it's statute 10 Statute of limitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got that. I think so. Oh, this is for entertainment. I'm, Everything we were talking about is this, 11 this years ago. At least could be fact, could be fiction. Anything here, it's for entertainment purposes only. Some of it's so. just sarcasm. Yeah, it could be all of Fugazi, Fugazi. Yeah, we're just making Matthew up McConaughey fictional scenarios of our past. Yep. So, so where were we? Just uh, tap me back. Um, you were gonna give me a fictional scenario of something you might or might not have done in your past. No, I was thinking one before that. Are we okay? Fair enough, brother. So, cornfields in Iowa, similar to Indiana, very similar. Which we've got to always bond over that the old cornfield. You understand growth of a man? Yeah, toughens you up. It makes you feel like a corn a corn stock. Yeah. Those winters are tough. Yeah. Chilly. A lot of snow. Holy shit. I didn't even know really that much about snow the first time before I lived in Indiana. How many times did it snow in Dallas by the time you moved up to Culver? Um, So I'd gone skiing Mm -hmm. a handful of times. But in Dallas, it probably snowed like when I was there five times. But like you know it's nowhere near so we just had this insane or it was not just it was over a year ago honestly yeah. it was just crazy to think yeah. about 
that that ice storm that was the most most snowy icy whatever i mean the whole nine that i'd ever seen by a mile and a half in your 27 years here my 27 years oh it was like times 10 couldn't i almost got in the wreck oh yeah a lot of people did oh yeah yeah and i had ice mode on yeah yeah that was um that was the snowiest it got but still a day like that was very common in indiana oh yeah yeah the thing that about the snow that really i mean one just being out in the cold and having to wait for the bus or walk to school or whatever like does harden you up did you walk in the the snow a lot yes but the big thing many miles yeah trek trek snow. but i think the biggest work the biggest thing that really made you like hate the snow and hate growing up in the Midwest was your dad waking you up at six 30 in the morning Crack saying it, on. it snowed last night, grab a <laughs> shovel. We got to clear the driveway. And you're just, it's just like <sighs> the worst thing to wake up to because you Bill's like, character, because as a kid, you want to like enjoy the snow and you want to go sledding and, make a snowman but and now you have to eventually it. it just becomes a <laughs> a chore yeah honestly didn't ever have to do driveway but we would have to do the surrounding parts of our barracks so like really? we could leave yeah the new cadets would do as you got older and up the ranks you did less of that laborious work if that makes sense right which well not always so but there'd be guys who were seniors doing it too but um yeah shoveling snow not a good time no it's a it's a very sad process yeah and so now where i live now in 6 30 yeah 6 30 in the morning because you know your your dad's got to go to work so he's got to get up in time to like move everything have breakfast you know you got to put your snow pants on you got to put was he uh what do you wake you guys up aggressively not aggressively but you know Hard. As, as the oldest as the oldest son you have to get up you, so my sister my sister up. would be sleeping and i would have to get up right yeah which always wait it was your me. sister in like a bunk bed or something no i'm just saying she was in her room and she didn't have to get up to go move the snow but i did there was four of you all right yeah but the other two were too young damn so they got off easy yeah so like you know i'm six and eight years older than my brothers right so at age 12 they're not going to go grab the you know four (laughs) and six year old to go move some snow true true but when they were seven when they were seven they get your butt up get up time to get the work bike (laughs) in places of the world they start and what five i don't know <laughs> i don't know either <laughs> exactly this for entertainment purposes okay so we're shoveling the snow that built some character oh, brother yeah. what were you doing in high school who was walter woodruff in high school so in high school i was a pretty good kid i actually um well weasel i mean i didn't drink i didn't get into like <laughs> that's any- good I wasn't in any trouble. 
trouble. Never once? Um, not in the typical sense. But we what like, is that? like what's the non-typical know, kind of sense? circle back. We like to get into pranks. Of the pranks. Yes. So that's where we were. So because we didn't um, you know, drink alcohol or go to parties, me and one of my friends which is good. You shouldn't be fucking getting on that in high school. In yeah. my opinion. Me and my friend Ambrose, I, yeah. we really like to ding dong ditch houses. Okay. And so we would, you know, get he would pick me up on Friday night. We would go and hit the same house every single Friday. Same. And, and so do, was do we my, know these people? Yeah, it was one of my good friends, uh, Justin, and his sister was in the grade below us, and she was convinced but she didn't have any proof that we were ding dong ditching them so that's hilarious in the winter she would she decided that she was going to go and put some uh water on the front step to try to make a slip but we got away with it and we she never caught us and she would like come up to us in school and try to are we admitting it are we admitting it now uh yeah limitations statue of limitations yeah she would come up to us in school and say i know it's you and we would say, uh, no, you don't. What are you talking about? And she would just go nuts. Brother, so you would. You bet your bottom dollar. Those vanilla nodes, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Ooh. Some good water. Um, brother, where were we? We were just on, um, Bertison. Brother, um, <laughs> you love to see it. You love to see it. Okay. Scooting and booting right along, brother. Brother, what sports were you playing in high school? So the main one I played was football. That was always my, you know, first love. Um, I really like basketball. I played freshman year, uh, but, you know, I didn't practice enough. I wasn't on an AAU team or anything like that, so I wasn't good enough to play going forward. And then I did uh, wrestling for a year to get better at football, which actually helped a lot, but it was like the toughest thing in my life, you know, just so much running. And I think you did wrestling as well, right? Well, I got to say that's very similar to my sportage. Really? Yeah, except left football for rugby. We're right. playing rugby. We didn't have a rugby team. I know. Aim to, to see it. But um, like you said, like, you know, like wrestling yeah. is just a tough, tough. Wrestling is one of the best complementary sports for any rugby player. Because mm-hmm. you get flexible, you get strong, you learn how to use your body in different ways that you didn't know you could use it. Yes. And it teaches you so much discipline. It does. And it's very different in the aspect that it is a individual sport. Right. And, you know, if you want to be a well-versed athlete, it's honestly good to be put in both situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm someone who prefers the team aspect. I love the 100%. team aspect. It's my favorite part of, of rugby. But uh, do being in the... In, well, you're you're a team. You're wrestling team. There's points and whatnot, but it's like it's, it's one. You're it's you versus this fucking guy right in front of you. Mono mono. 
and you're looking him in the eye and you both got spandex tighter than the Dickens on and you're just thinking about how you're going to choke this bastard out. Yeah. And you're pissed and you took some, you know, 2000, 2010 fucking pre-workout. That shit went, went hard. I mean, it really did. C4. A lot of stuff was, uh, <clears throat> the FDA's tightened up on the pre-workouts. Thoughts on that? Well, you know, um, maybe, you know what? We love, we love the FDA. We, we're, we're going to leave not talk bad about, about that. Cause, uh, you're my doctor. You're my doctor. Medical license. But, right. You're uh, my doctor. You're my doctor. I, I get it. I don't even want to go into it. It's not a healthy thing. No, right. but you know what? Going back to what you said about um, wrestling, where it's like yes. the, a team, like for me, team sport is like, it's like mostly what I've done, like obviously basketball, football, um, all those things. And in training, you're training with your brothers, you're training with your teammates, and you're like pushing each other. Right. right? And the cool thing about, like I did do swimming a little bit, but also wrestling is that you have to push yourself. There's no one else pushing you. There's no one else to pick up the slack. Either Very true. you win or you lose or you get pinned or you pin. Right. So you learn quickly that, hey, what I put in, I'm going to get out as well. Whereas in, in football, you go, hey, we have a great running back. We have a great uh, yeah, receiver, a team great around QB. You. It doesn't really matter how well I play. I can play pretty average, and our team's still going to be pretty good. But in wrestling, if you don't put in the work, you're going to get your butt beat. Mm-hmm. 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 So, I mean, you've seen that, and obviously that's the kind of thing that translates into other sports because you go, hey, when I'm not practicing with my team in rugby or football, I need to be practicing on my own and getting myself better yeah and it's just it's like when you're someone who just to draw a parallel maybe to some of our meat wagons if you're a guy who has always done upper body and then you just have to start doing legs it's like a whole different game yeah yeah are we gonna start working on our legs Brother, I got no leg issues. I'll tell you that. Are we talking? Are we fucking talking fucking shit? Is that what we're fucking doing? We're talking shit. Who wants to see a squat off versus me and Walter? Let us know who you believe will be the champion of this squat off. What do you think? We do 225 for maximal reps. Yeah. We do... 315 for maximal reps. Yeah. 405 maximal reps. Maximal reps. Brother, I think we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll fucking check right back in because the best is really yet to come, ladies and gents. And now a word from our sponsors. It's your man, Peter Ham, checking on in here. And today, ladies and gents, I'm going to give three simple things that anyone can do that helps the show tremendously number one ladies and gents number one is to simply invite your facebook friends to like the page all you got to do is go to facebook 
type in hand planet podcast it'll take you to our page you will then see a section that says invite friends you click select all it sends your friends a little notification it's not too overbearing and it invites them to like the page uh, this is tremendously valuable is number one number two Number two, ladies and gents, is to provide a good old five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or Facebook. Thirdly, y'all, is engage. Engage, engage, engage. Simply feel free to share anything. Feel free to comment on anything. Say whatever you want. Uh, You can engage on our page via Facebook. Engage on our uh, Instagram. We've got Ham Planet. And we also have at Ham Planet Clips. And we're on Tiki Talk. I gave in. All the kids are doing it. So now we're doing it. Tiki Talk at Ham Planet Clips. And of course, YouTube. Ham Planet Podcast Clips. So ladies and gents, that's going to wrap up the video for today. These are three simple actions that you can do that will help the Ham Planet Podcast tremendously. So that being said, ladies and gents, I will see your beautiful face. New era of American space exploration. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Implanted Podcast. We are happy to see ya. Oh, yeah. And you're like, these guys are 150 pounds and they're knocking dudes off that are 250. Whacking them. Yeah. Whack-a-mole. Yeah. You ever play that game? Oh, yeah. Hell of a game. I got a couple tickets that I need to take back to... Old Chuck? Chuck E. Cheese, but... I heard everything's gone up in ticket prices. Inflation. Not surprised. (laughs) It's hitting the Chuck E. Cheese market, brother. You know, that hurts more than the gas prices, to be honest with you. Honestly, yeah. When the... When the... um, you know it's bad when the Chuck E. Cheese right. prices. When the big when the big uh, teddy bear goes from ten thousand tickets to twenty thousand tickets in a six month span, you get concerned. It hurts the wallet. Hurts the ticket value. Bring back Chuck E. Cheese. You heard it here first. Yeah, we love Chuck. Chuck, we love you. Chuck, we love. Sh- you. Shout out, Chuck. Shout out, Chuck. Well, burpski burdowski. Sorry about go. that, Chief. Away she goes. No. Um, but shine your box. Yeah. Thoughts on the beer? Texas beer. It's it's been a favorite of mine. Um, one of my good friends, Dan Robertson. He would hypothetically. Uh, Back when we were 19, going by these at the corner store and bring them back to the dorm. You mean Phil Roberts? Let's roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. um, It it was. His name. Dan's off the chart. I mean, he's off the grid anyway. His name was Raniel Dobertson. We copy. We copy. Well, Well, he was a shiner guy. Big Shiner guy would bring them back to our dorm all the time uh, or back to our apartment. And so I've been a big, big fan of Shiner Bach. Never been to Shiner, Texas, but I've heard a really good thing. You've been? 
Um, nope. Why not? I don't know. I just I, I haven't been. I need to go. Isn't it by like San Antonio? Yeah, it's up in that neck of the woods. Yeah. Yep. Definitely on this do list. But I think it's by um Pertinalis. I'm sure it is. That's where the good Texas water runs deep. Yeah. Beautiful place, by the way. So that brings me to my next question, Walter. What are your top three favorite locations in Texas? And uh, I want to get specific if you could. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, number one is definitely Barton Springs in Austin. Barton Springs. Have you ever been there? Uh, really, brother? It's a, We've I mean, been together. We did? Yes. Okay. Sent it on six. Yeah. Um, Back when it was chill. Well, this was this was July 4th. I don't know if it's chill anymore, but fourth of we July. were there. Fourth of July. Me, yep. Juan, Russell, Idy, Tom, Hondo, maybe some more people. I can't remember, but we just had the best day ever. Yeah. There. It was like you were just sitting in like the in in the springs, and we just had a great time. There was, I mean, you know, the the vibes were good, where drinks were flowing. Um, people were just in a good mood because it was the Fourth of July. It was America's birthday, so. We were all just having a great time. Oh, what um, a great day for a great day. Number two. Ooh. Number two. Yeah, what's number two? Number so we got Barton Springs, number one destination for Dr. Walter Woodruff. What is number two for Dr. Walter Woodruff? You know, Pertinalis, when we went there, was pretty cool. Pertinalis, um, Falls, we did a Texas. Camping trip there. Camping. And it was just gorgeous. The sunset was perfect. Spectacular. Um, you know, the river was flowing. We had such a good group of people. Well, I see everything. Well. And I would recommend that to anybody. I absolutely would, too. Very underrated uh, nature in Texas. Yes. We yes. get a bad rap for just being a prairie with cows and cowboys. and No, there's just boots. There's a lot more than you think. There, well, if you look for it. We're one of the biggest economies in the world. If you just look at our state comparative to countries. Slight flex but facts that's why joe rogan moved here he did he did big deal shout out joe shout out joe shout out joe the old og hope you're doing good joe if you want to come on the podcast let us know let us know hope you got my email um number three number three what i mean it's got to be baylor university just the whole campus is just beautiful that's not a that's not a uh okay no i'm I thought we were going naturist. Sorry. Oh, naturist. Did I say that? You, didn't, you didn't say that, but... I um, didn't. Okay. No. We sick the Baylor. Baylor University. Hard to beat. It's just gotten better. It. I mean, the thing is, is like when I got there, it was a very beautiful campus and it's just... Baylor runs... Consistently a, gotten better. Like they run just a been good organization. Putting more and more money into that campus and making it more beautiful with like the fountains and the lawns. The fact that they get this, the, all, new, the, the money to do that shit is... Very impressive. I, I don't know where. Yeah, I mean, people just keep donating. And I well, know. successful people who are alumni who love the school. Yeah, like think about how much Baylor changed from when we started as freshmen to when we left. It's a totally different it, campus. It definitely makes me think. Like, think about how the alumni have basically changed the school, right? In our era of alumni, yeah. How, how it'll impact it. We're going to have so much, how many 
We're gonna have so many more alumni. Like think about like we started with Floyd Casey Stadium. Yeah, you know, and like having to drive five miles out to that. Floyd Casey was dusty. Dusty and if you're a stadium. Bear, bear out there. And then they built that new stadium right on the Browsers River. And we that new McLean Stadium, brother. Is sweet. And then you and I were in the suite up there, your mom's suite. Shout out Sandy Ham. Thank you for those seats. We love you, mommy. Great seats. Great seats, brother. They were amazing. And I think that was I can't remember what game that was, but it, I think it was a blackout game. Um, we weren't blackout, but the you were supposed to wear black. We don't drink at Baylor at games, or we. I mean, we had a couple tough guys. I'm not gonna good Christian men. Oh, hello, Peter. We did listen. We did go to church every Sunday. Walt and I did go to church many times. Many times after Pete would come to my house, a rugby game, and you know a festive Saturday night, having a couple pops on the Saturday night. Pete would come to my apartment, blaring the horn in his Dodge Challenger, waking up the entire neighborhood, yelling, "Got to get the sin out! Time to go to church." Oh Let's yeah, wash away our, our sins on Sunday mornings. And then we would go to church. He'd and come out in his slippers and a fucking pissed off face with one eye. Looked like I had a pillow smacked against it all night. Then we would go to church. People would look I'd at say, us Brother, because give me five minutes. We didn't look great, but we were there for I looked good. You look better than me. Um but people kind of give us side eye. Not and a competition. We uh we no go, one gave us side eye, brother. And then, and then that's bullshit. Where did you like to go after we like Schlotsky's? Never got the side eye. Where did we go? People at eat? church where were very nice. Big, that's where why I recommend it to people. Where was our big uh after church meal? Uh, well, there's many. What was your favorite? Now a word from our sponsors. Howdy there, ladies and gents. It's your good friend, Commercial Break Peter. Here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Unify Commerce. Say it with me now, Unify Commerce. Yes, guys, that is spelled U-N-I-F-I, commerce.com. Guys, Unify is in fact my company, and I thought I'd go ahead and plug them on here so you guys can know a little bit of what I do outside of having a great time on the podcast. Guys, Unify is a social technology company that simply helps other companies take their social presence to the next level. Simple as that. And the primary service I want to highlight is professional video creation. Guys, if your company is in need of an exceptional video that shows what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and why it is so valuable, then Unify is here to help. And Unify can create an exceptional advertisement that can really help build awareness and drive sales for your company. We have been in business since the summer of 2018 and helping businesses grow and capitalize on the opportunities that social presence can offer is something we love to do. So if you need a next level video you need a next level team on your side and that is unify 
So guys, go ahead and visit unifycommerce.com if you want to learn more. And if you want to inquire about working with us, simply go to the work with us tab and we would love to connect. Anyways, y'all, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Good Old Ham Planet podcast. We are happy to see you. Walt, are you happy to see him? I'm so happy to see these people. How happy, brother? 107 out of 10. 107. Lucky number seven, James Bond number. Love to see it. Brother, happy to have you in the studio tonight. How does it feel to be uh, in the blood and flesh? It's been, honestly, it's been really good because last time we did this, it was over the phone uh, on Zoom and we were... Zoom was new technology too. Very new technology because it was right at the start of the pandemic. Up in the beak, brother. Up in the beak. And... uh, Oh yeah, that's the number. Yeah. We we were just starting out with like the new Zoom calls and like you didn't have this studio yet. And so like also like you couldn't travel because of the pandemic. You couldn't go, like I couldn't travel to Texas to see you. Yep. So it's great to be here. It's great to be here. And we're happy to have you. Thank you. You slept in this exact where, where I'm standing right now was once a slapped together twin bed for 20 years old. It was a bunk um, bed, a bunk bed, kind of like you've seen in Step Brothers. Yo, yeah. Peter slept on top. Bonky called it before I could get to it. <laughs> slept in the <laughs> love sack. And I had to sleep on the bottom bunk, which, you know, brother, bottom bunk is the best or, well, you know, I went to a military high school. Mm-hmm. We all had bunk. I slept in a bunk bed for four years. Really? Yes, brother. Did you like top bunk or bottom bunk? Bottom. Why? You're, you're a bottom? You don't have to fucking jump. Okay. So this is a funny story. So when I first went to Culver, yeah, yes, Sheer was my roommate. Right, I know you know that. Your adopted brother. Yep, and Sheer is seven foot two, Sudanese, large man. So when we first got there, we had normal beds, and I was on bottom, which was Sheer. He's so beastly that you know I was like, hey you know what, what, whatever works best, you know? Right. I was beast in my own right, but this is, we're talking right. seven, seven, two. two. Yeah. And he was already seven, two at this point. Jeez. So Sheer and I were bunk, bunk buddies. He had me actually take the bottom at first when we had the normal size beds and he would stay on top just so that he, his legs could hang off the sides. Crazy. So anyways, that wasn't comfortable. Sheer was not happy about that. So he slept like that for three months. Oh my gosh. I'd wake up with a six, the size 17 Sudanese foot in my face every morning. Foot size was size 17. Yeah. Wow. Big. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And anyways, um, they gave us after that, customized bunk beds for my room me and sheer only so you got a bigger bunk bed because your roommate was bigger yes but 
it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Why is that? These custom beds we got were not comfy. They they could fit sheer. Yes. That was where the positives really stopped. The top bunk for some, I guess, I guess because they would assume that the tallest person who's the taller one would sleep on the bottom mm -hmm. so that if they can stand up, they can get down easy. Right. So the top bunk just so happened to be a fucking mile in the air. From the bottom bunk, unlike a normal bunk bed, because they're they're also thinking like, hey, if you sit up, right, you're a tall person, so you don't. It was a watchtower. I so there were people who could like kind of do this ninja move up into their bunk bed, and I was like, all right, respect, Ferris Walter. My bed not possible. My bed you had to climb up. It's like Mount Everest. Mount Everest. You had to climb up Mount Everest. To sleep to get to the to the bed, which when you're up there, it's fucking scary as shit. So you were sleeping on the top bunk at that time? I slept well for the rest of the time. Once we got the new bed, for I how slept many years? For two. Oh my gosh. Did you ever fall out? Yes. How was that? Crack your skull? Honestly, no. So happened twice. One I just busted my ass. And this was like high. And the our floors are made out of like that. I don't even know what to call them. They're like slippery, like silicone tire or tile. Linoleum. Kind of like what a basketball court is, but like not a basketball court. Maybe. Okay. So anyways, first time just busted my ass. Second time I actually stepped on Shear's phone. <laughs> So I had to buy him a new phone. And I really, you know, I didn't. I have the money. No, I didn't. Yeah. I had to sell. I think I had to, like, sell my phone that I had at the time to go oh, buy this. What kind of phone did you have? Did you have, like, one of those um, texting phones? Brother, it was, like, an iPhone 3. Oh. Fancy. Damn, bro. Yeah. And now it was we're fancy on, like, back iPhone then. 13. 13 there's like 10 iphones in between that how high do you believe the apple iphone pyramid will go numbers wise are we gonna have a I, apple here's, iphone 69 here's a better question well could could i get a could i get a response what's Where, your number how what's your number how long do you think we're gonna have cell phones like do you think that we're gonna keep having cell phones or is there gonna be something new you know what i mean like in can i get a can i get a number on my iphones I would say 20. You think at 20, we're done? Maybe 30. I would go 30. 30. What happens after that? I think it's going to be something different. I think it's going to be a new thing. Like we're I something though. You know, like like how they're like, you know, we can't think of it right now because we're like so ingrained in having a phone in our hands. But, you know, our parents and our grandparents used to have just a telephone on the wall and they couldn't ever imagine having like a phone in your pocket that could give you every information that you would ever want with Valid Google. Point. So I think it's going to be something new. It's probably going to be like implantable into your brain or it's going to be like, that's the shit I don't want. I, I don't either. I'm very against I think, all I think that. it's going to be, I think it's going to be something like it, it'll be like glasses. The, gla or the glasses is very, uh, the you know glasses I mean? is already in play. It could be like contacts. It could be, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to, it's not going to be the phone. 
the contacts and the chip inside of you that it's coming makes me feel uneasy it's coming well i'm not for it i'm just throwing my opinion take it or leave it but that's how i feel get outside get in nature go work out get after it have a good time don't be getting chips and but i mean i'm just not for it I'm, i'm not for it either i'm just saying i think that's where we're going it's sad you know what i mean i I believe it's and like, not I think, an absolute. I think, I think if you, it's kind of like, it's what's going to happen is like, that's going to be become the norm. And you know how like, there's like the jitterbug for like old people. Like they have like that old person phone. You know what I mean? Like it's what's just, the jitterbug. It's like, it's like a phone that just makes phone calls. It doesn't have any smart features or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like for old people, it's for your grandparents um, just to make phone calls. Cause they don't want all the fancy features. I think, like the implantable thing is going to go into your head and everyone's going to have that. And then if you're still using an iPhone, like that's going to be like the jitterbug of like the few, you know what I mean? Like it's like, ah, you know, grandpa Peter still uses an iPhone, you know, so he doesn't want to get the chip. Like you're going to be like the old person still using an iPhone. I will. I will. I want a chip. I don't want a chip. The chip shit's not okay. That's going to be a massive uh human debate and like potential crisis yeah i I agree i think um we're gonna have chip people we're gonna not chip people and it's gonna be like who the fuck is normal who ain't chipped is men maybe like hey i want an unchipped woman or i want a chipped woman what do you have against chips and I think it's chips. I love chips. I love hot Cheetos. I love Lay's. Now a word from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, taking a quick break from the program here to let you guys know I got some pretty dope news. Your man, Peter Ham, host of the Ham Planet podcast, is officially on Cameo. Yep, Ham Planet is on Cameo. Say it's your mom's birthday and your mom loves me. Go ahead and get a Cameo. And I'll wish her the best damn happy birthday she's ever heard. Hey, your girlfriend, she's a little upset at you. She needs a good laugh. She needs uh, some good energy. Got you covered, boys. I got you covered. Don't you worry about it. Just get a cameo. Ladies and gents, it's at Peter Ham on Cameo. Do a birthday song. I'll do a bachelor party. Whatever you got, honestly. Bring in the heat. Bring in the energy. And you know I'm bringing the good vibes. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Look forward to giving you some special personalized messages through Cameo. There's nothing I love more than celebrating with the people who love the Ham Planet podcast. Go ahead and visit Cameo at Peter Ham. Check it out. Show some love. Follow. Get it going, baby. Back to the program. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. To the Good Old Hand Planet podcast, we hope you're doing mighty fine, whether it's morning, night, evening, afternoon, whatever. Oceanside, chilling, in the mountains, snowing, pissed off, angry, happy, sad, whatever it is, we're sending good vibes your way. You know what? We appreciate you because you're a good person. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us two lads on this mighty fine evening. And Walt is doing some elbow stretches. 
Yep, yep, getting it going. Well, where can the fine ladies and gents out there find you if they, you know? Uh, my Instagram is at Walt, W-A-L-T underscore Woody. That's my nickname. Um, so Walt underscore Woody. And that's where you can find me on Instagram. I'm pretty active there. I have a couple uh, stories of Pete and I right now. And there's probably going to be more to come in the coming week as Ooh. we go to Nicaragua. Sure. I think you guys will enjoy what you see. Uh, we're going to be doing some podcasts there. We're going to be doing some serious uh, damage there. Da- uh, not damage. Uh, we we're going to have a good time. We potentially could be extradited back to the United States. Uh, sure as hell hope. <laughs> well, honestly, for if, if I'm coming, international, um, as long as we don't go to Guantanamo Bay, we're good. As long as we don't end up in a Nicaraguan prison, I think we'll be okay. But, uh, right. that's definitely, if you uh, want to see our adventures there with Andrew, with Ben, with, uh, a bunch of good lads, a bunch of good guys from Baylor, you should check out my Instagram. And you should also check out Mr. Peter Ham, which is also sure. Pete's Instagram. Um, sure. We're going to be posting a lot of content there in the coming weeks. Content. Good content. Coming in hotter. Pipe steaming hot. Hotter than pipe steaming hot. And you'll be able to see the inside of a Nicaraguan wedding, which will feature Andrew and Dominique, which will be awesome. Other not a wedding it's a big day what do you mean it's not a wedding okay well fuck <laughs> brother you know that we're not supposed to say it's a wedding really right why hey we'll get into it fuck we'll talk about it later but you'll see Hold on. And it's been a jolly, holly, fantastic, phenomenal evening. Needless to say. Well, been an honor and a pleasure, big guy. It's always great to come on this podcast. You're invited back, I'll tell you that. And you're my doctor, so I'll definitely see you again. Yes number one TRT doctor in the world 2030 we call it folks. and uh, with that being said we love you we appreciate you